Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, as the foremost authority on the alpha male lifestyle, and that includes cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, everything associated with pleasurable items, it is also incumbent upon me to protect those items that we hold near and dear to us, those items which we derive tremendous pleasure. Whether it is a cup of freshly brewed coffee or a fine, premium, hand-rolled aged cigar, or a glass of single malt scotch, as I have in my hand, a bottle of Scapa, single malt 16-year-old scotch that I will enjoy today, or it just includes going out to throw a steak on the grill, whatever the case is. I don't want the nanny steak telling me what to do, and I know you don't either, and today we will hunker down I am ready to wage war against the enemies of pleasure. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Two words that the enemies of pleasure, the pleasure police, the food police, absolutely despise. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. And today we will get to a number of those enemies that would like to take away your right to enjoy legal products, or make it so difficult or expensive to do that they have essentially created a de facto prohibition. We will not allow that to stand. I am hot. I am ready to go today. We invite you to join us at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007, email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow, Facebook.com. Slash Cigar Dave. Check out the new and improved website, CigarDave.com. And by all means, right now, if you have an iPhone or you have an Android device or an iPad or an Android tablet, download the free Cigar Dave mobile app right now so that you can enjoy pleasure maneuvers 24 7, 365, wherever, whenever you care to do so. Uh, We've got the Tampa Cigar Festival. We are three weeks away and counting Saturday, November 23rd, the uh, 2013 edition of the Tampa Cigar Festival, Fort Brook, 
Cotenshoby Park, downtown Tampa, expecting thousands of attendees. We have got great manufacturers, great retailers, humidor vendors. We've got great Tampa-inspired food and delicacies. We'll have Cigar City beer from Cigar City Brewing. We've got, I know we're going to have their Highlight uh, IPA that we sampled during Cigar Oktoberfest. We'll have their Maduro, and I think we're going to have their Hotter Than Hellas Lager as well. So we're going to have a great time. Don Juseum and the Cigar Dave Orchestra will be there. Two stages of entertainment. I will be on the main stage from noon to two, conducting live broadcast maneuvers. All the details at CigarDave.com or TampaCigarFestival.com. And we still have a couple of tickets remaining for the Friday Cigar Night Live party at the J.C. Newman uh, factory, historic factory in Ybor City, and the VIP experience tent, which is the only way to enjoy the Cigar Festival on Saturday with a scrumptious lunch buffet. You're going to get five great premium cigars. You're going to get an open bar, a private tent with uh, football and HD TVs, nice little cigar lounge in there. You've got reserved seating on the main stage. going to be fabulous, so we're excited about that. But, lieutenants... It is not all fun and games today here on the Cigar Dave Show, sadly. I'd love to just sit here and talk about great cigars and great libations, but we are under attack. We are under attack by enemies that hate our lifestyle and that hate the fact that we are so damn happy. Warning. Warning. We have reached DEFCON 1. Civil rights have been breached. Congressional insurgency has begun. Stand by to enact countermeasures. Well, lieutenants, New York City, the enemy of pleasure-in-chief Ayatollah Michael Bloomberg has been behind every possible effort to make enjoying a cigar difficult for you, whether that meant enacting smoking prohibitions in restaurants and bars or increasing taxes. And now, as of this week, on Wednesday, the New York City Council, in a vote of 35 to 10, has adopted the strictest limits on tobacco purchasing of any major American city. Now, when you are 18 years of age in this country... You are asked and can serve in the in the military. In fact, I remember when I was 18, there was selective service. You must register by law. In the event of a national emergency or we are attacked or we're going to war, then we could get called up. The feds wanted to know where the nation's youth that could serve at ready would be available and where they're located in the country. The day I was 18, I went to the post office and I signed up for selective service. Now, at 18, you can put your life on the line for this country. In fact, many have. We have seen many of our our nation's men and women who are 18, 19, 20 years of age. They have served this country. They have paid the ultimate price. They have come back with loss of limbs, with, with, with terrible uh, deformities, with other tragic injuries, because they put their lives on the line for this country. And at 18 years of age, this nation says you are old enough to die for your country. You are old enough to serve. You are old enough to protect. You are old enough to pay the ultimate price. But now in New York City, by a vote of 35 to 10, the New York City Council... And Ayatollah Bloomberg, who will sign what was just passed, 
is now saying that if you're 18, 19, or 20, you are not old enough to buy and enjoy a cigar or any tobacco product for that matter. Now, I have always been in favor of an 18-year-old drinking age. And I've also always been in favor of allowing parents to serve alcohol to their kids at any age so that they can teach their children an appreciation for alcohol, for wine, for spirits. I think my grandfather's cigar, I know he gave me a puff of his gold label when I was five. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he let me have a little sip of his crown, like the remnants of it, just to get a little sip of it when I was maybe like, I don't know, 10 years old. I didn't drink the whole thing, just like a little sip. I know he liked Crown, wanted to try it. Little sip. You gain an appreciation. Why is it that Europeans have a very low incidence of alcoholism? It's very simple. Because they don't lead a prohibitionist lifestyle. They teach their children that wine and alcohol and liquor is acceptable. But to appreciate it, not to enjoy it in excess. And when you teach a child at 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12 years old and give them just a little bit. It's not the forbidden fruit. They're used to it. But we live in a prohibitionist, puritanistic country. And in New York City now, they have raised the age, or they will, they voted, the city council voted, and Bloomberg, you know, will sign it. He said that he would. They have raised the legal age for buying tobacco, including cigarettes, electronic cigarettes, cigars from the age, and pipe tobacco from the age of 18 to 21. The new minimum age will take effect six months after Ayatollah Bloomberg signs this travesty of an ordinance. Now, New Yorkers under 21 can drive. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, the Democrats made a huge push to allow uh, 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 Americans at the age of 18 to be able to vote, which I'm all in favor of. Shouldn't be 21. At 18, you're an adult. Very simple. So you can drive. You can vote, but and you can serve your country, and you can die for your country. That's okay. But it's not okay for you to buy a cigar in a store in New York. It is ridiculous. The Ayatollah Bloomberg administration's argument says that raising the age to buy tobacco products would discourage people from becoming addicted in the first place. Christine C. Quinn, the president of the, or the council speaker, said, and I quote, and this is exact verbiage that Bloomberg uses, this is literally legislation that will save lives. What a load of BS. Do you think that somebody at 18 years of age that lives in New York that wants to smoke a cigar or smoke a pipe or even cigarettes for that matter will say, well, I'm not going to do it because I can't get it in New York? There's New Jersey. There's Connecticut. And there's Pennsylvania. And they're going to reap the windfall. Oh, and by the way, all they have to do is go outside of New York City to Long Island or call one of the the, the mail order companies and get whatever cigar or pipe tobacco they want delivered right to them. It's not going to do anything. Because it's going to be technically illegal to sell to somebody below the age of 21, but not to consume the product. They've also, in addition to raising the minimum age to purchase tobacco products, including cigars. They approved some other anti-smoking measures, including a prohibition on discounts for tobacco products. So great. Now you walk into a cigar retailer and they say, you buy a box, we'll give you 20% off and you get three free cigars. That would be illegal. 
The Bloomberg administration did, however, drop a proposal that would force retailers to keep tobacco out of the sight of consumers. They made that concession. How swell of them. How nice. Now, in, I think, 48, 49 states, the, the age to purchase cigars is 18. Uh, and there are two states and I think a couple of municipalities where it's 19. There is a suburb of Boston, Needham, Massachusetts. They raised the smoking age to 21 in 2005. But that's the People's Republic of Massachusetts. What do you want? This will do nothing, nothing to prevent people who are of legal age to purchase and consume cigars. If you can go into the Army and you can serve for this country and you can risk dying for this country or coming back with life-threatening injuries, then you sure as hell are old enough to be able to purchase a cigar in New York. And I wonder if there was a 19 or 20 or, 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 or maybe somebody just below 21, almost 21, that was a New York fireman or a New York a member of the New York PD that went up those towers on September 11, 2001, do you think Bloomberg would stop him and say, I'm sorry, you're not age 21, get back down here? The hell he would. He would look at him and say, get your ass in that building. Go save lives. So it's okay for them to risk their lives to save lives, but it's not okay afterward for them to relax and have a cigar. The puritanistic state is out of control. Ayatollah Michael Bloomberg, we are counting down the months, the months until he is gone. He has inflicted more damage to the city of New York than any terrorist ever could. Get three premium cigars each month shipped directly to you. These cigars are selected by the general himself and come in a reusable, customized, zippered pouch. Sign up for the Cigar Dave Officers Club at CigarDave.com. Walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. 
You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. On a daily basis, our personal rights, freedoms, and privileges are being taken away by the government, by the people who don't want us to enjoy the fine things in life. Cigars. Guess what? Socialism stinks. Cigars don't. So in order to celebrate life, we decided to release the freedom. This great cigar from Nicaragua has tones of coffee, spice, pepper, with a great underlying sweetness. It's got a beautiful Ecuadorian wrapper, fillers from different parts of Nicaragua, and guess what? It's priced very fairly. So go out and celebrate the fine things in life and enjoy your freedom by lighting up a Rocky Patel freedom. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I am going to defy Ayatollah Michael Bloomberg, and I'm going to enjoy a beautiful cigar. In fact, the cigar that I'm going to enjoy is sold only in New York. It is sold specifically at the Madison Avenue Davidoff of Geneva store, their flagship store here in the United States. And uh, Rich Krudick, their uh, VP of marketing, was kind enough to give me a box of the Davidoff 25 years Madison or Madison Avenue 25 years, as well as the Davidoff Zeno 25 years. I'll tweet out some pictures of both of those boxes. Uh, but this is a beautiful looking cigar. Only comes in one size, is boxes of 10. And in fact, when I asked Rich, well, what's the blend? He said it's a secret blend. I can't even tell you. Haven't even released it. But this is not a traditional Davidoff. This is smooth. Well, first of all, Davidoffs are smooth. But Hanky Kellner really amped it up. A lot of flavor, but not overpowering flavor. But I do understand there's maybe three or four different fillers. I believe this wrapper, I I, I would guess it may be, uh, I don't know. I'm guessing it could be either Ecuadorian or it could be a Dominican wrapper. But it is a beautiful looking cigar. One size, it's a Toro 6 by about six and a quarter by 50 or 52 ring gauge. Beautiful presentation. I've already enjoyed one. I got uh, eight more after this one, and I will enjoy it today. Beautiful looking cigar celebrating the 25th anniversary of Davidoff of Geneva opening their Madison Avenue flagship store in Manhattan. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Well, I also have a Zeno Davidoff self sharpening double edged stainless steel cutter that I will use. Actually, I've been using this thing for about 18 years since I started the show. Works like a champ. 
Maximum BTU flamethrowing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I got the five jet flames of my Cigar Dave signature R&D lock and load ready to go with a nice little blue hint tinge. In fact, I'll show this probably at the Cigar Festival so people can see this. This does a great job lighting cigars outdoor in windy conditions. Cigar, cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Okay, here comes the cut. I'm going to take a little bit more on that. I don't want to take too much. There we go. Got it perfectly uh, cut now. Expose the head of the filler leaves, and I will gently toast the foot of the cigar. And again, this is the pleasure aspect. This is the part of litation that the enemies of pleasure will never understand. Even if you don't smoke cigars, you can tell by my enthusiasm, my unwavering verve and pers- perspicacity, that I am just overwhelmed here with the aroma. I'm just watching the cigar being toasted. I will gently puff and rotate, take my time. Mmm, winter so good. Great draw. Wow, nice flavor. Mmm. Mm. Low on the foot of the cigar. Got a nice even amber glow going here. And the one thing that Ayatollah Michael Bloomberg will never, never understand and the enemies of pleasure will never understand is how we enjoy our cigars. We get absolute incredible pleasure. And yet they find that so reprehensive. They find it repulsive. And they do so because their lives are filled with misery. Our lives are filled with joy and happiness. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. That's the name of the game. In fact, I think we're also going to have to put guadium in there. Semper delectatio e guadium, which means always pleasure and joy. And something that else, something else that will give me joy? Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Uh, I have just pulled out a bottle of new, actually a new bottle of Scapa. The Orcadian Single Malt Scotch Whiskey from the Sanctuary of the Scapa Flow. This is uh, Scotch Whiskey. This is a smooth, full-bodied, from the island of Orkney, 16 years of age, made in Kirkwall, Orkney. Actually, Scapa now owned by Pernod Ricard, and this was founded in 1885. Now, they have a 14, a 16, and a 25. So I've got the 16, and I will tell you that this is just ever so smooth. Samadier Dave introduced this to me about 10, 12 years ago. I'm going to pour a little bit. It's got a beautiful caramel color to it. Mm. Got it in my whiskey snifter. Going to swirl it around in the bowl, pick up the aromas. Remember, we want to uh, keep our mouth open just a little to properly get the aroma on the nose. I will say cheers, and I will take a sip. Mm. Mm. I'm doing the Kentucky Chew. Mmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, on CDWF, Cigar Dave, warmth, 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 warm factor, on the Cigar Dave warming factor, this is an absolute 10. Very, very nice warmth as it goes down. Got my scapa, perfect accompaniment to my Davidoff Madison Avenue 25 years. 
listen to Cigar Dave anytime, anywhere, with podcasts of the show. Download them through iTunes or visit CigarDave.com. The 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival is fast approaching. Join cigar connoisseurs from across the country for the world's largest cigar celebration. The Tampa Cigar Festival takes place on Saturday, November 23rd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Fort Brook Cotenjobe Park, directly behind the Tampa Bay Times Forum in downtown Tampa. Enjoy great cigars and deals, Tampa-inspired delicacies, cool, refreshing craft beer from Cigar City Brewing, two stages of all-day continuous entertainment, and a live nationwide broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show, a Accompanied by the Don Juicium Orchestra. It's five acres of family-friendly cigar paradise. General admission is $10. Kids 12 and under free. Go all out with a VIP experience ticket. That includes private VIP tent and seating, all-day buffet from the Columbia Restaurant, open bar, and five premium cigars. The 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival, Saturday, November 23rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in downtown Tampa. Info and VIP tickets at tampacigarfestival.com. That's tampacigarfestival.com. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Alpha male pleasure maneuvers are now in progress. Please enjoy the Cigar Dave experience. Well, a couple of interesting things going on in the month of November. It is Aviation History Month. It is Military Family Appreciation Month. And my favorite, it is Vegan Month. So in honor of vegan and as the founding member and lifetime chairman of PETA, that is people eating tasty animals. I will make sure I fire up a wonderful piece of dead animal this evening on the grill. I will make sure that it is a nice big piece. I will make sure that every bite I take, I will raise my my glass of libation, whether it's this beautiful Scapa single malt scotch or whatever my libation is. Every time I go to put a morsel in my mouth, I will say cheers to Vegan Month in America. And by the way, tomorrow is Sandwich Day. Big. Privately, did you know that, Miss Kate? Sandwich Day. I mean, I have been thinking all year about Sandwich Day. I don't know where they come up with these cockamamie days. Sandwich Day, Say Hello to Friends Day. I mean, all these these crazy holidays that nobody really cares about. But there is one. There's two that we will remember appropriately next week on this show. November 10th marks the 238th anniversary of the founding of the Marine Corps. November 10th, 1775, Congress formed the Marine Corps. We will pay proper tribute to them. And Saturday, or correction, November 11th, I don't know what the day is this year, but I don't believe it is a Saturday. I'll tell you in one moment here. November 11th, 
is, uh, let's see here, November 11th is a Monday. So next Saturday, November 9th, we will conduct our appropriate tribute to Veterans Day. Not too many shows or broadcasters pay tribute, but we do to the military. We don't need uh, any accolades to do it. We do it because it is the right thing to do. So we'll pay appropriate uh, appropriate salute to our great veterans next Saturday here on the Cigar Dave Show. 877-DAVE-007. I've got a couple of things I want to get to a little bit later on in the program, including a follow-up to what I talked about last week, where the FDA has uh, essentially seeking or is seeking uh, comments, and they have published in the Federal Register comments because they want to bring cigars into the fold of regulation under the auspices of the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act. And I've also got a letter that I will read that we will also post on Facebook and Twitter from the Senior Vice President of Regulatory Affairs of Altria. Uh, Altria used to be called Philip Morris, but uh, Altria, in addition to Marlboro and all the other cigarettes, they also own a cigar company, John Middleton Cigars. Cigars similar to Swisher Sweets in the plastic tip or the wood tip. Uh, And what they had to say, you will find shocking. I don't, but I'm going to share that with you as well. And also, we'll talk a little bit about uh, some asinine things that went on with Halloween. And also, the food police are after your Slurpee and your Big Gulp and your Coke and your Mr. Pibb and your Sprite and your Dr. Pepper once again. Taxes, taxes, taxes. It never ends. And neither will our battle until, neither will this fight until we have won the war over these enemies of pleasure. That I can guarantee you. Let's say hello to Chris in New Mexico. Chris, you are front and center, got to tell you. I just started watching Breaking Bad this week on Netflix. I mean, I cannot believe for five years or six years I didn't even watch it. And uh, all the accolades and all the uh, buildup to the last season. I started watching it. I watched three episodes in a row. Now I'm hooked, and I got four and a half uh, or four and three quarter years of episodes to go through, and it's shot right in your state. Yes, sir. Excellent. Chris, welcome. Thank you, Ryan. General. Back at you. Sir, let me pull over and turn off my Bluetooth. Yeah, Chris, do me a favor. Get, yeah, get off your Bluetooth. Tell you what, we're going to put you on hold for one second while you do that. Get on a, uh, on your headset because it's very difficult to hear. I'll get back to you right after this call. We'll say hello to Stephen in Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I remember that from fourth grade. You are front and center. Long answers, General. Back at you, Stephen. Uh, thank you for taking my call. General, I have been a listener since 97. I used to listen to you on the wonderful WFLA, your flagship there, mm-hmm. when I lived in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. And... I got to tell you, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Let me explain. The company I work for this week uh, gave us our open enrollment message for our insurance, and contained within that is an affidavit that we all must sign. Described within this, they identify cigar connoisseurs as regular tobacco users if you have smoked a cigar within the last six months. Of course they do. Yep, and as a result, they're going to charge us an additional $600 per year. Of course they will. Yes, sir. So I would ask you to help rally the troops. We need to stand up as individuals, seek out a different form of insurance, and I'm not talking about the abomination choice either. But we need to find independent choices for insurance and get away from these people that are 
taking our money and stuffing it in their coffers. Well, unfortunately, with the uh, phenomenal rollout of Obamacare, we are stuck. This nation is stuck now with this system, and all they want is a single payer. That we know. But what they're doing now, Stephen, this is all this is all nonsense. Here's what I find amazing. Mm-hmm. Any sort of risky lifestyle behavior, for example, they cannot discriminate if somebody is, uh, let's say, and I, I, I'm, I, I've got to be a little politically correct here, but if somebody is, let's say, leads a certain lifestyle, an alternative lifestyle, let me leave it at that, uh, and they've got some sort of uh, infection, I'll leave it at that, I'll let you surmise that, then they can't be discriminated on getting insurance or getting higher rates. However, you as a cigar smoker can. Now, I ask you, is there more risk to the insurance company expense-wise by you enjoying a cigar or you having a certain sort of uh, virus? And the answer is very simple. It's the virus that's going to cost the insurance company more. Yet under Obamacare, they are a protected class. But you and I as cigar connoisseurs, we're not. And here's the little, the little truth that, uh, that the insurance companies never like to reveal, nor the government. Statistically and actuarially, cigar smokers live longer than non-smokers. Same thing with pipe smokers. That is an actuarial fact. It's not making that up. That is an actuarial fact. But many insurance companies use that as an excuse to get higher premiums. And I'll give you another example, life insurance. Now, the good news is there are many life insurance companies, and they ask you, do you smoke cigars? Yes. How many cigars do you smoke per week or per month? You tell them maybe two, fine, they don't care because they know. There are many life insurance companies that will not classify you as a smoker because you enjoy cigars. However, there are many that do because they just want to jack it to you to get a higher premium. So you have to go out and you have to look. Now, clearly, this sounds to me, Stephen, that this insurance is from your employer, correct? That is correct. And we've seen that. I've seen that, and other, other uh, uh, friends of mine have told me the same thing, that they just got their thing, their insurance uh, renewal, the open enrollment, and it says, now even if you smoke a cigar, and they theoretically can test you, and they'll tell you that they can test you for nicotine. Well, they can't. They can test you for a byproduct called cotinine. But the reality is, if you enjoy cigars in moderation, maybe one, two cigars a week, and you don't inhale, then your cotiny level is virtually the same as a non-smoker. But this is all nothing more than a ploy for insurance companies, and now with Obamacare and the government and, uh, and the exchanges, to be able to jack it to you. That's it. And they also want to change the lifestyle. They don't have a problem telling people they can lead any sort of, of lifestyle they want that could be dangerous in terms of contracting a certain disease that, I, that I've alluded to. However... You enjoying a cigar? Oh, you're a tremendous risk factor. God, I mean, you should be put on, a, on some sort of island isolated from all other citizens because you're such a danger and a menace to society. It could cause all sorts of health care ills. Stephen, it makes no sense. It is ludicrous. Absolutely. It is ridiculous. Just like Obamacare, just like Sibelius' testimony, just like everything we've seen from this uh, from uh, uh, Ayatollah Obama, every single thing has been a disaster. And even when the Democrats now, and Ezra Klein, who's as liberal as they come, and, and uh, Maureen Dowd, who's an ultra-lefty, are going after Obama with pretty heavy vitriol, you know that even the Democrats have had it with him, and he's screwed. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, 
We still must enjoy our cigars, and we must say, screw those enemies of pleasure. And uh, you should work with your employer to say, look, this isn't right. There should be an exclusion for people who enjoy a cigar in moderation, and that's that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is going to have a rippling effect, I'm convinced. Yeah. Or Stephen, I'll tell you what. I would like to contribute to your delinquency. I appreciate And your that. evil lifestyle and your promiscuous lifestyle by sending you out some of the brand-new Kismet cigars from Royal Gold Cigars. These are beautiful sticks made down in the Dominican. I smoked one about three, four weeks ago on the show. It is a delicious cigar, medium in flavor, nicely done by Augusto Reyes. You will love this packaging. You will love the cigars. And, Stephen, every puff you take, I want you to think of one thing. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for your generosity, General. I salute you and the rest of the troops. Fantastic. Stephen, stand by. Let's go back to Chris, who should be off his Bluetooth. Are you there, Chris? Yes, sir. Long ashes, General. Back at you. Much better connection. Thank you. Go ahead. How are you doing today? I am doing very well, aside from having to deal with these enemies of pleasure, but that's in my mission statement. That's what I must do, and we do so with uh, enthusiasm and vigor. I do, I do really appreciate your leading the war on the enemies of pleasure. Well, that's. Uh, I think we all need to do that because the fact of the matter is it's not – and you know what's amazing, Chris, is I get a lot of email from listeners who say, I don't even smoke cigars or I don't drink or I don't – I'm a vegan. But they say, I love the fact that you want to enjoy yourself and that you enjoy what you're doing, you're happy. And I say, more power to you. And I get that – constantly from people saying, look, I love your show. I don't even smoke cigars or or drink cocktails or some of the subjects I don't even care about. But I enjoy the entertainment factor. I enjoy the show. And I enjoy the fact that you have a group of people that really actually enjoy something. And you enjoy it with, with a lot of uh, vigor and a lot of enthusiasm. And so even if you don't smoke cigars or you do not drink libations, I make this blanket statement. If you think that the enemies of pleasure or the prohibitionists are not going to come after something you enjoy, you are sadly mistaken. Whether it's coffee, whether it's steak, whether it is a soda, whatever it is, they're coming after you. Because when they're done with cigars and they're done with libations, believe me, do you think they're going to be happy? They got a long list of products that they deem to be unsafe, unhealthy, and they deem to be unworthy of consumption for only one reason, because they don't like it. End of discussion. It's that simple. They don't like it, so therefore they feel. And I'm going to talk a little bit in the next hour in the opening monologue. I mean, here's a perfect example. Maybe I'll bring this up right now. The Center for Science in the Public Interest, or as I like to refer to them, the Center for Junk Science in the Public Interest, has taken out a full-page ad. They're now taking their war against the beloved soft drink, a soda, to Hollywood. They took out a full-page ad in Variety magazine. That's the big industry publication that all the entertainers and people in the entertainment biz, producers, uh, motion picture directors that read. And it basically stated that, uh, that you know, you the entertainment industry has a responsibility to not show sodas or not endorse any type of soda uh, products. They're openly admitted and committed to soda prohibition. It is ridiculous. And they called on Katy Perry to drop an endorsement deal with Pepsi. Well, why the hell should Katy Perry listen to some group of, uh, of junk scientists in Washington 
who hate movie popcorn, who hate cigars, who hate soda, who hate meat, they're, they're essentially Puritan prohibitionists. And this is a part of a new phenomenon called new public health, uh, a notion that these enemies of pleasure, these food police know best and should supplant your personal responsibility and choice with uh, foods that they deem more appropriate. And I'll give you a perfect example. I mentioned this, Chris, last year. At the Cigar Retailers Convention in 2012 in Orlando, I was walking back from the, the convention hall, the Orlando, the Orange County Convention Center, and I was staying at the Peabody Hotel. And you pass through a long corridor filled with, with banquet halls, meeting space, and the American, I believe, Psychological Association had their convention. And one of the people that I talk about at length on this show, and I have for many years, is a gentleman by the name of Kelly Brownell. Kelly Brownell is a Ph.D. who used to be at the Yale Rudd Center for Food Policy. This is the man that basically states that Americans are too stupid to make their own decisions when it comes to food, and therefore we should enact a Twinkie tax and heavy taxation, and that this nation has a terrible, out-of-control obesity problem. Now, Chris, by stating that this man is all for these things, would you, if you were to guess, would you think that Kelly Brownell is a slender, trim, fit individual, especially since he's wagging his finger at everybody saying, you need to lead a healthier lifestyle, and we need to tax all the food that's bad for you, and we've got a huge epidemic of obesity. Chris, would you say this man was probably slender, buff, and fit? You'd think that he'd be a stick figure of a person, actually. Okay. But uh, actually, I believe I've seen a picture of this gentleman you're talking to, and uh, he, he does not fit that description. He does not, Chris. Not only is he obese, he was what, what physicians would refer to as morbidly obese, meaning he is a walking time bomb. The man is probably, let's see, I'm uh, six feet on the dot. I'd say I was maybe just about an inch tall. He's probably about 5'10 and a half, 5'11". And uh, I would say conservatively, he's probably in at about 340 pounds. Now, I can tell you that he definitely does not shop uh, at, uh, like, when I go buy a pair of jeans, I go to buy Lucky Jeans, I guarantee you there's no size that fits him at Lucky, okay? I will guarantee you. I'm telling you his waist is no less than 52 or 54, maybe 56 inches. He is huge. He is obese. And I entered into a conversation with him. And I, I even I challenged him right up. I said, you know, you look like you could use the advice that you spew out because we do have an obesity problem, and I think you've got one. So why don't you join me for a five-mile power walk tomorrow? In fact, if you can only make a half mile, I'll do that. But I think you should put your money where your mouth is. Of course, he was huffy and puffy. Couldn't argue with me because I was right. And it amazes me that no enemies of pleasure or fellow food police, uh, 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 these feather food police people, ever look at him and say, Kelly, you are a... Fat sack of garbage, man. You got to get on a treadmill and you got to get on a diet. Nobody's ever said that. And in fact, I will have, uh, I, we will tweet out a picture of that. In fact, I will have uh, Commander Steve uh, tweet out a picture of Kelly Brownell. I know we had one on our other website, but I want to send out a picture to show you what the people that wag your, their finger at you, what they look like, because it is outrageous. Here's what I'm going to do for Chris. Is there anything else, real quick? Because I'm running up on time. Yes, sir. I, I just started uh, recently smoking cigars, and uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of partial to the uh, the Tatiano flavored, uh, the vanilla flavored. Right. And, and I'm I'm curious. I want to try out some more cigars. Unfortunately, the ones that I've picked, they haven't been uh, they haven't been uh, very pleasurable 
pleasurable for me. And I was I'll tell you what, if you want really something with, I, I would do this, Chris. Get a mild uh, cigar that doesn't have any flavoring and just smoke that. I think you'll enjoy that. Pick up a, right. uh, a Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Real or a Vega Fina or a, uh, pick up a Casa Torano or a Rocky Patel Vintage 99 or a Fonseca. And any of those cigars, I will guarantee, even this new uh, Casino uh, Gold HRS. I'm telling you, they're mild, mild, medium. I think you'll find a natural sweetness to them. And here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to send you out some Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Reals. You'll, I guarantee you'll enjoy those, Chris. And uh, every time, as I said, you take a puff, just say, screw the pleasure police. Thank you very much, General. Thank my, you. I my, really appreciate it. My that. pleasure. And I have to tell you that even when I was uh, walking, it's like I, I had to... I was getting almost, I felt like I was getting a workout, almost getting jet lag while I was walking around Kelly Brownell, the circumference of his girth, because he was so large. No question about it. Lieutenants, we'll continue. 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. And Kelly Brownell, if you are listening, you want to come and join me Monday morning at 8 o'clock for a workout, an hour workout with a trainer? No problem. You want to go on a five-mile power walk? Or if you can only make 100 yards, come to the Cigar City. I will take you on that walk, and I will get you in shape so that you can slim down from a uh, hefty 340, maybe down to a svelte 310. Catch the Cigar Dave show anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app, available for Android and iOS. It is a real smoking app. Go to CigarDave.com for info. True excellence endures even as taste and fashions change. In the world of luxury cigars, the bold new H. Upman Legacy embodies this legendary brand's true excellence in a stylish contemporary cigar. To smoke an H. Upman Legacy is to experience a modern legacy. A modern legacy that begins with select leaves from the excellent 2008 vintage. Leaves cultivated from seeds prized by growers for generations. A dark mountain-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper highlights the robust blend. Flawless craftsmanship and H. Upman Hallmark is evident in Legacy. Created by the loving hands of dedicated artisans, Legacy is a vibrant, complex, fuller-bodied smoke favored by today's connoisseur. Experience a modern Legacy, H. Upman Legacy, true excellence in a cigar crafted for today. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. 
Well, we just posted a pic of Kelly Brownell. Actually, we tweeted out a pic, but uh, Commander Steve, that is way too flattering. We'll have to find some better. I think I can have one in my iPhone that I took. So we will, uh, I'll see if I can dig that one out. I got them from the back. Man, it should have been a wide load sign on there. Don't forget, we are three weeks away from the 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival, Saturday, November 23rd, 2013, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., downtown Tampa, Fort Brook Park, behind the Tampa Bay Times Forum. It is the world's largest cigar celebration. Two stages of entertainment, live show of uh, yours truly front and center. We will have cigar manufacturers, retailers, food, libations, delicacies. Going to be a great time. All the details at CigarDave.com or TampaCigarFestival.com. It all begins uh, Friday evening, November 22nd. The big Tampa Cigar Festival pre-party Cigar Night Live at the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory. Tickets available for that and the VIP experience. Go to CigarDave.com. Now, our number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, my Davidoff Madison Avenue 25-year anniversary is giving me maximum enjoyment today. I have already enjoyed a nice little snifter full of my Scapa single malt Scotch whiskey from the islands of Orkney in Scotland. 16 years of age, absolutely smooth and flawless, little smokiness and warmth. We have done battle against the pleasure police, but we are undeterred. We are undeterred to enjoy the alpha male lifestyle. And you know what that encompasses. Number one, that encompasses making our own decisions on how we want to live our lives. Number two, what products we want to enjoy. And three, the products that we do enjoy. Yep, a cigar, libation, our harem, little dice, little travel, little golf, definitely a juicy steak, and just royally tick off the enemies of pleasure. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. No time for mild little pleasantries here. We have much to get to today. The Cigar Dave Show. Warning, warning. Threat con pleasure. Activate appropriate countermeasures. If you enjoy a soda, a sugar-sweetened beverage, a Coca-Cola, a Gatorade, a 7-Up, a Sprite, a Mr. Pibb. I never heard of Mr. Pibb until I moved to the South. Never once. Remember one time I go out and I said, you have Dr. Pepper? He goes, no, we've got a Mr. Pibb. And I said, what? Mr. Pibb. I said, okay, say that slowly. He goes, Mr. Pibb. And I said, what in the hell is a Mr. Pibb? 
So I always like bringing up Mr. Pibb because I just think it's kind of funny. But anyway, uh, any soda, ginger ale, uh, any sort of orange drink that's that, or lemon drink that's sugar-flavored, if you live in the People's Republic of San Francisco, where you can get that San Francisco treat pretty much any time you want, they have just introduced a tax, or they have proposed a tax to sugary beverages. Now, the way that they're framing this, and this was proposed by San Francisco Supervisor Scott Weiner, or Weiner, it's W-I-E-N-E-R. I don't know how he pronounces it. But he says, uh, based about this tax, it is not a nanny state tax at all. We're not banning anything. Well, that is a false, misleading, misguided argument. Because what they're proposing is a two-cent-per-ounce tax on all sugar-sweetened beverages, whether it's a soda, sports drink, energy drink, or bottled Frappa, Affa, Kappa, Lamachinos. You know, those like uh, Mochia Lotto, Chinos, whatever that you see people at Starbucks. Give me a Tim Hortons cup of decaf or a McDonald's McCafe decaf or a Dunkin' Donuts decaf, I'm good to go. I don't need all the fancy Starbucks, Schmarbuck stuff. But if you enjoy it, more power to you. Help stimulate the economy. Well, they're proposing a two cent per ounce tax. And Wiener said that the nation's rising obesity rate inspired him to come up with a proposal. The good news is it will require a two-thirds vote of San Francisco voters. Now, don't get me wrong. In the People's Liberation City of San Francisco, I guarantee you there's going to be a majority that will vote for it. I'd almost, maybe 50%. Because let me tell you, I love San Francisco and I love California, but whenever I go there, I'm like, how did such a magnificently picturesque and naturally beautiful state become so freaking screwed up? How did these socialist and lefty libs come out here and kill a state that has such natural beauty? It has been killed by the forces of the left-wingers, the socialists, the Bolsheviks. They've killed it. Now, the good news is, even with all the nutcases in San Francisco, and believe me, San Francisco is the nutcase capital of the world. You see them everywhere. Even at Fisherman's Wharf, they're beating on their drums. They're wearing their kumbaya tie-dye T-shirts. They're a little off the deep end. They go off a little further, they'll be in the Pacific Ocean, which would not be a bad place for them. But I think they're going to have a tough time getting 66.6% of the voters of San Francisco to approve a tax. Even though they're going to say it's only two cents per ounce. And Wiener went on to say, we've taxed alcohol for a long time, so it's not out of the ordinary to tax products that have some negative side effects. I'm sorry. Again, a false argument. I don't think that distilled beverages or beer or cigars or soda, anything should be taxed at any other rate beside a regular sales tax. 7% or 8% or 6% depending on where you live. It makes no sense to me. Why would you pick those products out? And they say, well, they're sin taxes. I'm sorry. It is not a sin to drink a libation. It is not a sin to smoke a cigar. It is not a sin to consume any of uh, any sort of sugary-flavored beverage. That's not a biblical sin, thank you very much. But here is where the argument gets very deceptive, and it, it you have to pay close attention. And that's why I am able to explain it and to shed light to you. 
What the enemies of pleasure and the food Gestapo will always say is it's only a two cent per ounce tax. What's two pennies? And if you frame it that way, most Americans and many Americans are, you know, low informational voters. They're not the brightest. They go with the flow. I mean, listen, they believed Obama, so there you go. But you tell them, hey, we're gonna we're talking about a two cent tax. And by the way, the money would go towards the $31 million estimate, uh, estimated revenue will go to nutrition, health, and physical fitness programs. And most people would say, oh, sure, two pennies, no problem. Well, here's where it's deceptive. It's two pennies per ounce. Let's do the math. Let's do something the enemies of pleasure will never do, tell you the truth. The average two-liter bottle of sugar-flavored beverage. Now, sometimes you'll see it on sale, but on average, I went online the average price I saw was $1.79, $1.79 for a two-liter bottle of Coke or of Pepsi or of uh, Sprite or any other sugar-flavored beverage. Two liters, to be specific, is 67.628 ounces. Let's round it up to 68 ounces. So we're talking $1.79 for the actual cost of the 68 ounces or the two liters of sugar-flavored soda. The tax at two cents per ounce times 68 would be a dollar thirty-six. A dollar thirty-six in tax, a dollar seventy-nine for the actual product itself, that two cent per ounce all of a sudden now becomes a 76% excise tax. 76%. Now here is a great way to frame this. If you were to go into a restaurant and they said that now we're going to pass a law that anytime you go to a restaurant that has prepared food, whether it's a fast food restaurant or a gourmet restaurant or a deli or a pizza joint, we're going to put a 76% tax on your check. Do you know the outrage? First of all, the restaurants would go crazy. You would have people saying, this is ridiculous. I want to go for lunch, spend 10 bucks. It's now costing me $18 for lunch when it's all said and done, or $14. No, correction, it would be $10 plus you're talking a 76% tax, $7.60. You're talking almost 18 bucks for something that used to cost you 10 You'd have people rioting in the streets, jumping up and down. The economy would be decimated. But again, the way they frame it, it's only a two-cent-per-ounce tax. No, it is not. It's a 76% excise tax. That is outrageous. It is not a sin to drink a sugar-flavored beverage. And this is what we're seeing now under the guise of, well, the money would go to nutrition, health, and physical fitness, and we have an obesity problem. Why don't we just increase the amount of phys ed? that's given, that's offered at schools. Instead of one day a week in many schools now, when I went to school, it was five days a week. Either you took a sport after school from three to five, or we had one hour of mandatory phys ed. Very, very simple. So this is a false deceptive argument. And down south in Mexico, which, and actually the more I think about it, you know, maybe it would be a good idea with all of California's problems to just say, listen, Mexico, you want California back? Be my guest. It's yours. You take care of the high deficit problem. And guess what? We don't have to worry about the illegals anymore because now they'd still be Mexican citizens. Now it's your problem again, Mexico. But in Mexico, 
They have just approved, legislators in the Senate has just passed on Thursday, an 8% tax on food edibles with high caloric content. So if you want a chip, you want uh, pretzels, or you want anything with what they deem high calories, high caloric content, it's now an 8% excise tax. And they've also approved a one peso or seven and a half cent tax on every liter of soft drink. Now, yes, that is considerably less than what's being proposed in the People's Republic of San Francisco, but it is still, in my estimation, still excessive. And again, you don't need taxes. It is already taxed at the local level with a regular sales tax. But do not be deceived, lieutenants. This is the truth. Two two cents per ounce equals a 76% excise tax. That's exactly what they wanted to charge on cigars. Now it's 53% with a 40 cent per cigar cap. But if those of you smoke machine-made cigars and the cigar is less than about 80, 90 cents suggested retail, you are getting whacked. So in San Francisco, another cockamamie idea, 76% proposed excise tax on your Pepsi or your Dr. Pepper. Gee, I wonder what would happen if they would propose an excise tax on rice they would be up in arms because we all know that in San Francisco, they all want their San Francisco treat. Follow the general all week long on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Cigar Dave and click like. like. If you're a lover of modern, full-bodied cigars, you're in for an awesome treat. Introducing Monte from Monte Cristo, a dynamic new cigar expertly crafted with not one, but two binders. Bold, masculine, and totally unique. Monte's amazing flavor will knock your socks off. A rare Nicaraguan binder, selected for its spectacular taste and sweet aroma, provides the perfect complement to a spicy Dominican Olor binder. This innovative use of two binders adds strength as well as complexity, culminating in an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A rich, dark Ecuadorian wrapper and aged Dominican fillers add even more punch, ensuring a knockout smoking experience. Savor a modern legend today. Monty, double binder, amazing flavor, great price. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival is fast approaching. Join cigar connoisseurs from across the country for the world's largest cigar celebration. The Tampa Cigar Festival takes place on Saturday, November 23rd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Fort Brook Cotenjobe Park, directly behind the Tampa Bay Times Forum in downtown Tampa. Enjoy great cigars and deals, Tampa-inspired delicacies, cool, refreshing craft beer from Cigar City Brewing, two stages of all-day continuous entertainment, and a live nationwide broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show, a Accompanied by the Don Juicium Orchestra. It's five acres of family-friendly cigar paradise. General admission is $10. Kids 12 and under free. Go all out with a VIP experience ticket. That includes private VIP tent and seating, all-day buffet from the Columbia Restaurant, open bar, and five premium cigars. The 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival, Saturday, November 23rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in downtown Tampa. Info and VIP tickets at tampacigarfestival.com. That's tampacigarfestival.com. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. determined that enemies of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness for your protection and sanity they've been vaporized oh we should only be so lucky from your lips to god's ears let's say hello to joel down or uh, correction up in north carolina the uh, tar heel state you are front and center long asses general back at you joel what can we do for you today general i wanted to compliment you on your War against the uh, enemies of pleasure and the alpha male lifestyle. I have been a, an alpha male all my life. Probably came out of the womb smoking cigars. And uh, just thank you for everything that you're doing uh, as far as with the CRA and all the others. You are very much appreciated here in the Tar Heel State. And got to get you one little jab in there. Go, ahead. Go Patriots. Oh, that's it. You're done. Go Patriots. Wait a minute. Uh, aren't you supposed to be a Panthers fan? Oh, I, no, 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 sir. I actually uh, like uh, like class conducted with my uh, with my football, and I like the way that Robert Kraft runs his organization. Well, I will say this. Kraft, uh, yeah, I'm not a big Belichick fan, but he does win. But Kraft uh, runs a good organization. But the Bills are coming back. Mark my words. Russ Brandon... Doug Marone, Doug Whaley, they are going to – they're turning it around now. They've had a lot of injuries, but the team is heading in the right direction. New England's days are soon crumbling. They are done. The Bills will circle the wagons once again. We have about as long as Tom Brady has left, I will say that. Uh, I think you're probably <laughs> about right. Listen, it's not too many seventh-round draft picks pan out to be a star quarterback the way he did. Oh, I, I agree with you, General. Uh, one question for you, General. I have a good uh, single malt, 12-year scotch, uh, Glen Morangy, uh sherry cask finish. Oh, I love that one. That's beautiful. And I'm a huge uh, – I, I, my, my flavor palette is along the Rocky Patel decade, 15th anniversary, and the uh, Padron lines. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking for something to uh, pair with that. Okay, that Glen, uh, Glen Morangy cask finish – which I absolutely love. In fact, that's one of my all-time favorites. That's uh, got a lot of uh, smokiness to it. It's got a lot of flavor. You need a fuller-flavored cigar with that. If you go with anything okay. less than that, it's just going to overpower it. So I'm going to give you some recommendations. Rocky's got his new Rocky Patel Royale, 
which I would highly yes, recommend. Sir. And I'll tell you, there's another one. There is the Bold by Nish Patel. The new Bold, I think, would pat would would go very very well with that Glen Morangi. A couple other cigars that I would certainly recommend that have a, a lot of flavor. I would tell you that the uh, Perdomo, their uh, 20th anniversary Maduro, I think would be a beaut. The um, I'll tell you what, I think the new Juan Lopez would go pretty well, too, from Altadas. Nicaraguan uh, cigar, uh, I think, would be very, very nice. Uh, let me see. The La Gloria Cubana Siriar Maduro that we did the natural for the October Officers Club selection, which is beautiful. It looks like a Maduro because it's got a nice dark Ecuadorian wrapper. But the Maduro version would go beautifully. So would an SLR Serie G Maduro. Any of those, okay. you can't go wrong with. And here's what I'll do for you. I will send you out. I have some of the bold by Nish Patel. And uh, I think Nish would probably say it's like a party in your mouth. There's no question about it. So we'll send some of those out to you, Joel, to enjoy with your Glenn Morangi. Thank you, General. Um, also, I uh, hope you're a college basketball fan because I think the Heels have got it this year. Yeah, remember, you got to deal with the Orangemen, my friend, okay? The Syracuse Orangemen yeah, coming hey, from the big... Hey, listen, you guys are in the ACC for the first time. That's right. So Look, we, it, we'll, so we'll see what you guys got. Listen, you, when we have 48,000 in the Carrier Dome to watch North Carolina play Syracuse and Duke to play Syracuse, uh, it's going to be it's gonna be pretty exciting. I, look, the football oh, team... We're definitely going to the Dean Dome this year, sir, to watch that one also. Uh, that would be, yeah, the Dean Dome, but it's not like the Carrier Dome. What does the Dean Dome hold, 18,000? Uh, 20,000, 20, but you got to remember there's a lot of tradition there, too, General. 20,000, that's nothing. Syracuse, listen, half our stands are 30,000. I mean, I think the record is like 38,000. I think we've, I know we've got multiple records that we've set at oh, the Carrier yeah. Dome. Oh, so, yes. uh, But it's going to be exciting. Listen, I think, I think Syracuse is good for the ACC basketball-wise. I am hoping the ACC will be good for Syracuse football-wise. But I have a feeling when the Syracuse uh, Orangemen play – the Knowles, my second favorite team. Uh, I would say it could be 178 to nothing by the end of the first quarter, conservatively. I think the over-under should be about 400, and I will take the over. Oh, exactly. Uh, same here. Um, I would actually uh, uh, go out on a limb right now and even say that uh, Florida State may be the best team in the nation. I could see them uh, knocking off Alabama easily. Uh, I think you're right, and I think Miami's going to show they're a pretender today. So, Joel, enjoy those bold by Nish Patel. Appreciate you uh, uh, listening, and go Bills. Got to throw that one in back to you. Say hello to Danny from uh, Tennessee, one of my favorite spots. Uh, Rocky Top, you're up. Hey, long-time listener, uh, first-time caller, Long Ashes Sea General. Back at you, Danny. Welcome. Uh, my question is, uh, I've been a long-time cigarette smoker, just recently quit I'm, after many years, and I'm still missing the act of smoking, thinking about going to cigars. I am a private, have never had the uh, pleasure to toast one. Just wondering what would be a good one to start with. Okay, how long has it been since you smoked a cigarette? Uh, just a week. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you, Danny. you got to wait a year, and I'll tell you why. What happens is there is a tendency for cigarette smokers because they're used to inhaling and they're trying to break one habit, and what happens is they go to cigars thinking, okay, well, I won't inhale, but what happens is they end up inhaling which is not the way cigars are meant to be enjoyed. And then you can start smoking too many of them. You use it as a substitute for cigarettes. So, Danny, okay. I'm going to ask you to wait a year. Get your palate clean. Get rid of the cigarettes. And then in a year, you call me back, and I will give you recommendations. And here's what's going to happen in a year. You're going to smoke a cigar, and you're going to say, man, I cannot believe how much I'm enjoying these. Because cigarettes you just smoke to smoke for the nicotine. Cigars are about the aroma, the taste, the relaxation, the pleasure, the camaraderie.
totally different experience. Danny, I will welcome you as a cigar connoisseur, but my friend, you got to wait at least a year, and then we'll get you on the right track. Lieutenants, don't forget, Tampa Cigar Festival is exactly three weeks away. Saturday, November 23rd, downtown Tampa, world's largest cigar festival. Got the Friday night Cigar Night Live party, the VIP experience, details, CigarDave.com. VIP tickets for the Tampa Cigar Festival on Saturday, November 23rd are selling fast. Get yours today at CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. trick-or-treat earlier this week and the scariest costume I saw well two scariest costumes one was somebody dressed as Ayatollah Michael Bloomberg that was very spooky and the other somebody dressed as a low informational lib voter both were very very scary indeed talking about Halloween did you see this I'm sure by now it's made the rounds and I had to comment on it a woman in Fargo North Dakota, oh, you betcha, planned on handing out letters on uh, Halloween to kids she considers moderately obese instead of giving them candy. The woman's name was, she was identified as Cheryl, and she said that she wants to send a message to the parents of kids that are really overweight. Told one of the local radio stations, Y94 in Fargo. I think it's just really irresponsible of parents to send them out looking for free candy just because all the other kids are doing it. And she said that 
It takes a village to raise a child. I'm contributing to their health problems, and really, their kids are everybody's kids. It's a whole village. So clearly this woman now, this, this, it's a whole village that they're not your kids, they're everybody's kids. This is the Obama youth social indoctrination mantra. I mean, don't you remember, what's her name on MSNBC? Uh, Melissa Paris Harry, that's uh, pa- Paris, what's her name? Melissa Paris, Her- Perry Harris, Harris Perry, Melissa Harris Perry, whatever, whatever her name is. She, she went on and did this promo saying that it's not your kids. It's, it's, the, it's everybody's kids. It's a nation's kids. So we all have the right to intervene, intervene and interfere. That's baloney. This is socialist indoctrination nonsense. It's almost scary. And this woman is probably doing more to harm kids' psyche than anything else. You know what? You don't want to hand out candy, sweetheart? Just close the light, shut the light on your porch, shut the door, and don't participate. But how ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to help the nation's youth, uh, the epidemic, the obesity epidemic. Boy, talk about someone that's miserable. And speaking of Halloween, now, as kids, I think one time I may have gone as Batman, one as, I don't know, Superman. I don't know, maybe one year I went as, I don't know, maybe even a, a cowboy. Who knows? Well, the University of Colorado told students to avoid wearing costumes on Halloween that may be deemed offensive, including costumes such as a cowboy, an Indian, white trash, or any other any other costume that could be deemed offensive. Now, let me ask you, how is a cowboy offensive? Because, let's see, a cowboy should be alpha, is rugged, has big nads. Uh, that's offensive? I think what's offensive is any man that's masculine, that's an alpha male. That's exactly what these feminists despise. I mean, I could just go as myself, as an alpha male. With nads of steel. And I guarantee you the feminists would be in an uprage. You are wearing an offensive costume. And I'd say, well, no, that's just me. I'm just being myself. You're offensive. You're offensive because you're a man with confidence, a man with convictions, a man that knows what he likes, and a man that's decisive. We find all of those aforementioned items despicable. That's the truth. They really do. So this is the other thing. They also say, uh, the, the University of Colorado said, not to wear anything that portrays a particular culture as overly sexualized, which the university says includes dressing up as a geisha or a squaw, which is indigenous woman. So let me get this straight. A squaw, Sacagawea, is all of a sudden now offensive? Or a geisha is offensive? I mean, Miss Kate. All the harem came dressed as themselves, as the harem. That's not offensive. What's wrong with a geisha? This is how outrageous it is. Now the and I love it. This is from an institution, a an institution of higher learning, that says that the free idea, the 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 the, the discussion and expression of free thoughts and ideas should move freely throughout our campus. They're the first to jump up and down when it talks about having terrorists or, or, or any sort of socialists on campus. But yet you want to wear a Halloween costume as a geisha or as a cowboy all of a sudden? That's offensive? I'm sorry. They also ask not to host parties with offensive themes, including those with ghetto or hillbilly themes or those associated with crime or sex work. So what? You can't dress up as a hooker? What's wrong with that? As like a pretty woman. You could dress up as her. Or the ghetto. Hey, listen, I want to dress up as a pimp. If I want to, my pimp name, by the way, is Reverend Cigar Master Schmoove. There is a pimp name generator you can go and check out and put in your name and it'll give you your pimp name. And I actually did a live show from Detroit 
I think in 98, where the, I kid you not, the American pimp convention was going taking place. And we had like three or four of the pimps that actually were there. They had the leather or the, the fur coat and the fur hat with the feather, the chains, honest to God. And one of the guys that was there, he paid a ticket to attend, loves cigars, nice enough guy. He actually won a box of cigars. And I'm going to dig out that picture because I'm telling you, it is one for the ages. And if I want to dress as a pimp as Reverend Cigar Master Schmoove or Reverend Cigar Silky Delicious, then I should have that right. I'm not going to let the university tell me whatever. I, I mean, this is this is political correctness now gone absolutely crazy. And the, they sent out a letter saying that students are asked to consider the impact that their costumes could have. The dean of students wrote, making the choice to dress up as someone from another culture either with the intention of being humorous or without the intention of being disrespectful, can lead to inaccurate and hurtful portrayals of other people's cultures. At the University of Minnesota Twin Cities, oh, you betcha, they also ask their students to make sure their Halloween costumes are politically correct. Now, it's Halloween. People dress up as all sorts of wacky and crazy things. Nobody takes it seriously. I mean, is it now going to be deemed racist if somebody wore an Obama mask? I remember people wore Nixon masks and and uh, and Reagan masks and Carter masks and Bill Clinton masks and George W. Bush masks for Halloween. Is it now going to be considered racially offensive if you wear an Obama mask? This is outrageous. And this is the problem right now, that these are the people that jump up and down, first of all, and say, we want the free expression of ideas and a politically open discussion. But yet, when you want to do something or dress up in a costume or make a statement that maybe is conservative in nature, then they jump up and down and say, stop right there. You're now being offensive. You're now being insensitive. We cannot allow that. I say, screw it all. Screw the pleasure police. Screw the thought police. Screw the moral police. Screw the language police. And screw the politically correct, the PC police. You want to be a little offensive? You want to be on the edge? Go ahead. Take it for what it is, a Halloween costume. And by the way, there's no way in hell a cowboy could ever be considered to be defensive. Only these academic institutions of lower learning could consider that. All right, let's move along and say hello to uh, Tim down in Miami. Listening on 940 Winds, you are front and center. Hey, Long Ashes General. Back at you. Uh, listen, I just want to, I want to give you a little little insight into the uh, smoking, non-smoking in the new Obamacare. Okay. Um, just happen to be a licensed agent. I will give everybody a little clue. All you have to do is enroll in a smoking sensation program. A cissation, not sensation. Yes. Although, it is a wonderful smoking sensation when I'm enjoying this Davidoff yeah, I mean, 25 years. You know what I meant. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. However... However, there can you do not have to finish the course to get it back down to a non-smoker premium. However, by doing so, you are admitting to the government and everybody else that wants to be listening that you do smoke. Of course, they want more information. Exactly. And let me ask you, Tim, you're in the insurance business. Do you think for a second any of these computerized health records are going to be safe when the NSA can go and break into any damn computer or listen on any conversation or email in the world? Do you really think it's going to be safe from prying eyes? I don't think so. I, I can tell you right now it's not safe currently. And everybody talks about the navigators. I will warn everybody, you do not know who's at the other end of the phone. 
deal with a licensed agent. They've been fingerprinted, insured, passed, crossed their T's, they dot their I's. A navigator does not. They're not licensed. They're That's not correct. Licensed. In fact, they had one story where a woman was a convicted felon. That is correct. And, and it is, it is, do you know that correct. in certain areas, they can only hire, for example, in a Latino community, they're only allowed to hire Latinos to be a navigator? I mean, that's, that's, that's discrimination. If I, as a private business, said, hey, you know what? Um, I'm, not, uh, I'm a Latino-owned business, and I'm only going to hire Latinos. I'm not going to hire any blacks, whites, uh, anybody else. Uh, uh, not going to do it. I will guarantee you there would be an Equal Employment Opportunity Commission letter in my mailbox saying that what you are doing is illegal and we will prosecute. This is hundred percent right. Yep, doesn't apply to the federal government. Okay, listen, uh, the only thing I, I don't think anybody can argue, even the Democrat liberals now, these big columnists, Ezra Klein, Maureen Dowd, they're even saying they've come over saying this is a disaster. But you know what? This is what the uh, this is what he jammed through. And this is, and I, if I were the Republicans, I would have handled it totally differently. I would have, from the get-go, I would have had a plan and say, this is what you're going to start experiencing. This is what you're going to see. You're going to lose your doctor. You're going to lose your insurance plan. And if you want to change us, change this, vote us in in November. Let us take the House and Senate and with veto-proof uh, uh, bodies, and we will overturn this. And I'm telling you right now, the American people, are this nonsense where Obama now is going after the insurance companies saying, oh, these flim-flam insurance companies with these flim-flam policies, this man is a lying, delusional nutcase. Well, let me, let me tell you something, General. I'm one of the guys that have one of those so-called flim-flam plans, <clears throat> but I like my plan. And I can't right. keep it. My premium, my premium here in Florida is going to go from six seventy two for me, my wife, and my child. To over fifteen hundred dollars. Yep. And to be honest with you, I'm in the business and I can't afford it. It's ridiculous. And I'll tell you the other thing now is if you have a good plan, what they deem a Cadillac plan, which is what many of the unions have. Uh excuse right. Thirty nine up to a thirty nine percent excise tax. That's right. And and I've got That's what's right. deemed a Cadillac plan. Why? Because I choose a low deductible, I think my deductible is like $500. In uh-huh. network, it covers 100%. Out of network, I think it's 90-10. Now, I pay for that. Now, I don't ask oh, the yeah. government for a handout. I voluntarily pay a uh, the am- monthly amount. I'm willing to do it. Nobody forces me. It's a great plan. But now, because I have the audacity to go and buy a plan like this at the coverage limits that I want as a consumer, now it's being deemed to be an excessive Cadillac plan. Well, wait till, and these unions now have had it. These unions are are up in arms because wait, all of wait, their plans are considered they, Cadillac wait until plans. The unions find out that a lot of their plans are Cadillac. Plans. They know it. Until, oh, they wait know wait it. The there are find out that a lot of the plans are. They know it. Oh, yeah. Trumpka, the head of the AFL-CIO, saying, we got to change this. I mean, when he walks into the White House with his with his nice suit and his clip-on tie and his white socks and his uh, leather shoes, I mean, he's telling Obama, look, you got to change this, and Obama will probably change it. But for the rest of us that buy individual plans that's deemed yep. a Cadillac plan, we're going to get screwed, and this is outrageous. I've never – he said he wanted everybody to be covered. So now that those of us that are covered were being penalized – it is ridiculous. Well, he to be covered. He forgot to tell everybody that it's under his guidelines, not what you want. Look, I've said this all along, and I really, truly believe this. And a number of people said, ah, you're crazy. I believe that Obama is an enemy of this state. I really do, because he has dismantled a large portion of our economy. Look what he's doing to the banks now. All these banks, J.P. Morgan Chase was forced to take over um, 
uh, one of the big uh, brokerage houses. They were forced to take oh, yeah, over yeah, some yeah, of these yeah, other yeah, banks. Yeah. And what's yeah. he doing now? He's going after them saying, okay, now that you guys are making money, we're going to f- slap you with a $16 billion or a settlement of $16 billion for all these mortgage things. These are things that Bank of America, when they brought Countrywide, and, they, and Ken Lewis, who is the chairman and CEO, was put a gun to his head by Ben Bernanke and Paulson, exactly. right, the two thieves that make... Bernie Madoff looked like a saint. They were told, you are going to do this. Even though he said, we don't want to do this, you're going to do it, or we're going to make your life miserable. So what do they do now? Four years after the fact, five years after the fact, when the banks are now making money, now they're finding a way to screw them. This is the most dangerous president we've ever had. And this isn't a political discussion. This is simply no, stating no, a it's, fact. It's, it's absolutely just stating fact. I, it's, all you have to do is open your eyes. If a Republican did this, stop watching TMZ. Pay attention to what's going on. If a Republican did this, Tim, I will guarantee you people would be up in arms. I would be slamming them just as much if we had a president that wanted to basically socialize medicine, that wanted to disrupt the insurance system. Look, were there some tweaks that could be made? Absolutely. Even Rahm Emanuel. Very good tweaks. That's right. Even Rahm Emanuel said, look, let's just do these tweaks. Let's do things incrementally. Obama and Valerie Jarrett said, no way. This is what we're doing. And Sebelius looked like a horse's ass in front of that committee this week. And I got a kick out of some of Democrats saying, oh, welcome here. You're doing a wonderful job. And, and it's the Republicans that are obstructing. Excuse me. When we spend $600 million as taxpayers on a website that doesn't work, I think we have the right to get answers and call someone's ass on the carpet and get them whacked and get to the bottom of things. This is outrageous. What I I liked about the whole thing was it cost them a dollar per line of code to write it, but $100 per line to fix it. Well, there's the government in action. And you know what? The same thing's going to happen now with the medical system. No question. Tim, here's what I want to do for you. I want to send you out some, uh, what do we have that I think you would very much enjoy? Ah, I'm going to send you. Anything Maduro. How about a Brickhouse Mighty Mighty Maduro? That sounds great. You're going to love those. From J.C. Newman, we'll send you those out, and uh, we got to keep the faith here. Lieutenants, the final and concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. Want to know what's on the general's mind during the week? Interact with him anytime on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. 
As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. of steel the general cigar day one of our lieutenants lieutenant jose just uh, uh tweeted something a few minutes ago with a picture of winston churchill that famous picture where he's uh, standing there he's got his hand on his left uh, hip he's got his right hand on his cane he's got his uh, pocket watch in a uh, suit with a vest and a bow tie and the caption reads winston churchill so he was a pudgy drunk who smoked cigars he still made hitler his bitch well the United States of America had something to do with that as well. So did General Patton. I'd say hello to Rob, front and center in the cigar city of Tampa. Rob, I hope you'll be at the Tampa Cigar Festival on Saturday, November 23rd in downtown Tampa. Absolutely. Long ass to see you. Daniel. Excellent. You Back at you. So I got this question. Um, I found a little-known gem about a week ago, the Arturo Fuente 858 Sun Grown. And I'm wondering where it's been in the last 10 years of my cigar-smoking life. And can you share some other well-known secrets with us, too, that maybe the retailers don't have or that are not produced as much? Well, uh, what, there you go. I mean, it's, it, they also make, believe it or not, a, uh, a Candela in the 858, which is that green wrapper that's a very, very mild wrapper. It's available there as well. You know, one of the famous cigars that's actually coming out, uh, two, two of the Arturo Fuentes that are coming out probably in the next three weeks or so, or four weeks. One is the Arturo Fuente Hemingway Between the Lines, which is both a Cameroon and a Maduro uh, wrapped cigar. It looks like a barber pole cigar. And the Arturo Fuente Añejo, which is aged in rum barrels, uh, old rum barrels. And those are phenomenal. Those only come out one time a year. So those are two that you got to be on the lookout for. But the Fuente that you're talking about, that sun-grown, beautiful cigar, and if you can find them, buy them, Rob, because in many instances, they go, they go. Here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to send you out some Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown, another beautiful cigar with roots in Tampa from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company coming your way, and we look forward to seeing you at the Tampa Cigar Festival in a couple of weeks. Wayne, in Georgia, you are front and center. Uh, long answer, General. Back at you. Make it quick, uh, Wayne, if right, you could. Real, real quick, real quick. Uh, the, the, the guy that had the insurance question? Yes. Uh, Marvin Shankin's uh, cigar aficionado within the last 12 months says that a government agency says that if you do not smoke more than one cigar per day, 
You are classified as a non-smoker. Well, maybe for that, but I'm not sure in terms of uh, of insurance, Wayne. That's the only thing I'm not I'm not sure of. I'd have to uh, investigate that a little bit further. But I appreciate you bringing that up, and I will research that. Tim, who's been very patient in Tennessee, you are. Let's see. Hold on a second. Whoop! I hit the wrong button. Tim, there you go. Welcome. You're front and center. Long ashes, General. Back at you. Mississippi River. Beautiful. You're uh, up. Just thought I would. Uh, Try to relate a story. Uh, I spent 20 years in the United States Navy, and I spent several years of that down in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. We used to have a recreation area there uh, along the Guantanamo Bay where it narrowed down and went into Cuba uh, along the back fence that we used to go to fishing at. And I fished there off and on for over three years, and I finally met a, a man who was on the other side of the fence in Cuba, uh, and we became friends. We would sit on each side of the fence and fish and talk. And we began to trade things, uh, you know, like toothpaste and cigarettes and little odds and ends. But one day he brought me a roll of 10 or 12 hand-rolled cigars. And, oh, my God, they were the best cigars that I have ever smoked in my life. And ever since then, I have been a semi-occasional cigar smoker, uh, two or three a week, and uh, just have enjoyed them ever since. Beautiful. And that's how it should be. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how it should be. And I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll add some cigars for your enjoyment to your humidor. I'm going to send out the October Officers Club selection of the La Gloria Cubana Siriar Natural. They are coming your way. Enjoy those. The November selection, lieutenants, if you are a member, is the Rocky Patel Royale brand new cigar. Lieutenants, don't forget. Make sure you follow me at Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Tampa Cigar Festival, three weeks away. The Cigar Night Live VIP party on Friday night at the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory. Tickets available at CigarDave.com or TampaCigarFestival.com and the VIP experience. They're moving very quick. They'll probably be sold out within the next 10 days, so buy your tickets. Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper delictatio iguadium. Always pleasure and joy. Screw Ayatollah Bloomberg. Screw the socialists. And screw the enemies of pleasure.